Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour One. Hello, America. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. Delighted to have you with me. The phone number is 877-973-7425. If you want to be on the program, really glad to have you with me. Real quick, I I was distracted as the show was starting. Uh, David from Hungry for Day reached out to me, just so you guys know. Um, he, he was telling me that there was a food bank in Dallas that was $5,000 short. They could not put in their turkey order. The order's got to be in today to be able to get the turkeys to them by Monday to be able to start smoking and getting ready for people. They weren't able to put in the order, and thanks to you guys, uh, they Hungry for a Day was able to get them $5,000 that they needed so they can get their tur- turkey order in today. It literally would not have happened but for you guys, so thank you very much. Um, if you can, still... Uh, text the word donate to 33777. Uh, we got a lot more food banks in the country that need help, um, and they're all struggling. So text donate to 33777. I'll send you back the link where you can donate uh, and help Hungry for a Day provide the turkeys and the money for the turkeys and the hams and everything else for Thanksgiving for these great groups. Um, what a what a great, great cause, and you guys really have helped them be able to step up. Uh, you can also go to Eric Singular, E-R-I-C-K, Thanksgiving.com. That's the website I was going to – if you text donate to 33777, I'm sending you back the link to ericthanksgiving.com, uh, and you can just go there as well and donate. So thank you all. Now, we we got to start with what happened yesterday. Uh, it was a pretty amazing day in Washington, D.C. Close to 300,000 people showed up in Washington, D.C., to march in support of the Israeli people. This, I think, we got to put this in perspective for you. First of all, I want to play you audio. This this is Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries is the Democrat leader in the House of Representatives. I, I want two sound bites. Listen to this. Some of your colleagues on the Democratic side also are calling for a ceasefire in Israel. What's your reaction to that? Do you think that's a good idea? I think that... The three things that need to happen are, one, Israel has to be able to decisively defeat Hamas, this brutal terrorist organization. You can't have a ceasefire if there's no legitimate negotiating partner on the other side of the conflict. Yes, and one more. Well, I've made clear that I believe from the river to the sea uh, is a dangerous chant uh, because effectively, as has been echoed by Hamas, it is calling for the destruction of the state of Israel. And we're going to continue to support our close friend and ally. We have a special relationship between the United States and Israel. We have shared democratic values and shared strategic interests. Thank you to Hakeem Jeffries. You you know, it really is remarkable. And honestly, I, I do think it is worth reminding everyone that we can disagree philosophically with people on the other side, but this is kind of one of those clarifying moments between good and evil. And it's nice to see 
the minority leader, the Democratic leader in the House, uh, be on the side of the good guys here. I, I want to play you this as well. This is Van Jones from CNN who went to the rally. Uh, let me let me restructure. Here we go. FBI says it's been unprecedented, four hundred percent increase just in the past three weeks. Uh, you, if you don't know that, it's because your social media algorithm is not telling you that, and you might want to ask yourself why. But once you know, once you know, you cannot be silent. I don't want to be silent because the Jewish community. The Jewish community stood with the civil rights movement. It stood with the civil rights movement. Walking arm in arm, facing death, going to jail. The Jewish community stood with the civil rights movement. And I cannot be silent when Jews fall under attack today. I just can't do it. Good for Van Jones. Good for Van Jones. It is a it's a clarifying moment. But I, I got a, um, interestingly enough, I, I, I want to um, talk to you about side angle of this. When Palestinian protesters and pro-Hamas protesters marched around the country, the Washington Post put it on the front page of the website uh, and of the newspaper. The Washington Post promoted coverage of the pro-Hamas protesters around the country. It wasn't critical coverage. It was coverage of people standing up for the Palestinians against the collective punishment of Israel and things like that. They put it on the front page. Yesterday in Washington, D.C., almost 300,000 people showed up in Washington, D.C. to stand with Israel. The Washington Post put it in the metro section, buried it. The Washington Post took down off its website and apologized for ever posting an anti-Hamas cartoon that showed Hamas using kids and women as human shields. The staff were offended by it, and so the Washington Post took it down. The Washington Post has run Gaza Health Ministry numbers without noting it's a propaganda effort by Hamas. The Washington Post is a pro-terrorist, pro-Hamas organization. It claims democracy dies in the darkness. Well, they wouldn't be upset if Israel died in the darkness of the heart of Hamas at this point. And of those people who protested in Washington, D.C., who were there to rally for Israel, none of them covered their faces. None of them hid. None of them burned flags. There were American flags. You watched the protests of the people supporting Hamas. There are no American flags except the ones being burned. Yesterday, people showed up in Washington, D.C., in mass to support Israel, and they waved the American flag. They waved the Israeli flag. They did not riot. They did not smash windows. They did not throw Molotov cocktails. They did not burn buildings. They did not burn flags. They did not go after people. It was a peaceful assembly in support of Israel. It is a stark contrast between what we've seen with the Hamas rallies around the country where American and Israeli flags are burned, cars are vandalized, people are beat up, and the protesters cover their faces. The good guys aren't covering their faces. They're not needing people to bail them out of jail. 
Yesterday, I've dug into this some because I was skeptical of the claim, but I've dug into this a little bit more. A group of people from Detroit chartered a plane to go to Washington, D.C. to participate in the rally. It was Jewish Americans from Detroit. They chartered a plane, a big plane, so a lot of them could go. Several hundred of them went. Took two plane loads of Americans who were Jewish to Washington, D.C. The bus drivers who were there to pick them up when they found out why they were there refused to pick them up. The bus drivers were Arab Americans who refused to take the Jewish Americans to the rallies in Washington, D.C. Now, I was skeptical of this at first. Like, why are these people left on the plane? Why, why don't they go to the metro? From what I was told when I inquired, because it, it, it just sounds a little bit too good to be true, doesn't it? That just the perfect thing, the Jews land in Washington and the Arab bus drivers say, we're not going to pick them up and they have to turn around and go back to Detroit. Well, the FAA wouldn't give them a waiver exception. From what I am told, this did happen. And when they landed, the bus drivers refused to pick them up. And if you charter a plane, particularly into a high-security area like Washington, you can't leave until your designated driver arrives, and their designated drivers refuse to arrive to pick them up, and so they were not allowed to depart, and the FAA would not allow them to alter, find alternate transportation. So they flew to Washington, D.C. and couldn't go to the rally. It, I was skeptical of this claim because there are so many what-ifs, and it just seems like someone should have pushed and pushed and made some phone calls, but that didn't happen, and they were stuck. The bus drivers who were Arabs refused to take the Jewish Americans. Now, the left is suddenly quiet about this. They want you to bake the cake, bigot, for the gay wedding or the transgender celebration, but they seem to be totally fine with a group of Arab Americans refusing to take Jewish Americans to a rally. The anti-Semitism on the left is all pervasive these days. It is exposed. It turns out Rashida Tlaib has been in a closed Facebook group for years that was not pro-Palestinian, but actually pro-Hamas, that promoted Hamas, that touted Hamas, that praised Hamas. Fox News has the story today, Rashida Tlaib in this closed group that where there were also, we don't exactly know her comments, if at all, but she was a member of a group that actually supported, not the Palestinians, but supported Hamas, the terrorist group. Um, are you getting it? There's something fundamentally wrong here, I think. There's something fundamentally bad here happening on the left. There were a lot of people in Washington, D.C. at this rally who were Democrats. A lot of people in this rally who were progressives, who were liberals. They support Israel. They support Israel's right of self-defense. Their faces weren't covered. The problem is the loudest voices, the most vocal voices, the most prominent voices, and the people writing all the checks on the left are the ones who hate Israel, who support Hamas who are funding the Palestinian cause. You got the trust fund kid in Atlanta who's literally using his millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to bail the violent protesters for Hamas out of prison. But the good guys don't need to riot. The good guys don't need to cover their faces. The good guys don't need to burn flags. And we saw the good guys yesterday. It really is just truly remarkable. The contrast between the two rallies. 
And it really is remarkable, the silence of the left when it comes to these bus drivers who refuse to take Jews to the rally. Can you imagine the immediate media outrage if a group of Christian bus drivers refused to take people to a pride rally? You and I both know what the media attention would be. You and I both know it would be a multi-day national news scandal if a group of Christians refused to drive a group of gay activists to a pride rally. They would all be fired by now. The bus company would be going out of business out of shame, and yet you've got a group of Arab bus drivers in Washington, D.C. that refuse to take a bunch of Jews to a pro-Israel rally, and the media is silent. You have to pay attention to the contrasts because the contrasts are where the revelations are made. The contrasts between good and evil, the contrast between the just side and the unjust side, the contrast between the righteous and the unrighteous, the contrast between the people who support Israel and the people who support the terrorists. It's all very revelatory. It's all very revealing. It's all very eye-opening. It's all very notable, and it's something the media chooses not to pay attention to. The Washington Post, which was totally fine covering the pro-Hamas rallies on the front page of the newspaper, buried this pro-Israel rally in the metro section where people had to go in search of it. They couldn't just see it on the front page. People are revealing their true character in the fight between good and evil. And there's something else to be noticed here. There are a lot of people who I vehemently disagree with politically. And it's become very easy these days in too many cases to call too many things you disagree with on the other side evil. And it's hard to dissuade people from saying maybe we shouldn't call these things evil. You and I might think they're based on evil, but maybe we shouldn't be just so explicit lest we water down the word. This is real evil, what Hamas did. It is real evil, cutting off the heads of babies, putting a child in an oven and turning on the oven, tying a father and son together and burning them alive, raping women and then putting a bullet in the back of their head. This is real evil. And there are people marching in the streets in support of it. And there are people in the streets opposed to it. And there are politicians on the Democratic side overrun these days, that party is, and that side of the aisle with anti-Semitism, who are standing up for Israel. And I may vehemently disagree with them on everything, but I would note in this a very true fight, not over policy differences in this country, but over real good and real evil. They're on the side of good. And you should probably pay attention to that as well. And we should probably rest less prone to denounce everything we hate as evil for when the time comes that we see this real evil and we see people we don't like standing for the side of good and note, maybe we just have fundamental disagreements with these people instead of just imputing ill intent because I've seen the evil marching in the streets of America and on college campuses and it's refreshing to see some Democrats standing up and calling them out as well. God bless them. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint. 
You want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat. They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance. And your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations, regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. They, you got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team. They give you access to HR expertise, and they add personal touches. So even though they're outsourced by your company, they really feel like they're a part of your team. That matters. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help my show. Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com, Eric Erickson in the podcast tab. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, I'm happy to have you. Y'all, I'm, I'm going to do something that I try not to do, and I'm going to be super, super personal local here. Um, uh, my wife had her lung scans yesterday. They were the, the CT scan was fine, but she couldn't do her lab work. And she couldn't see her doctor yesterday. She goes to the Emory Winship Cancer Center, and they've built a new facility in Midtown Atlanta. And I don't know if anyone from Emory is listening or if someone will refer them to this and or to the podcast to listen to it later. But, y'all, they scheduled my wife to get her lab work done in a location 20 minutes from the location she was at for her CT scan, scheduled them concurrently so she had to be in both places at one time, and then couldn't schedule her to meet with her doctor because they didn't have enough rooms for the doctors to meet with their patients. And she was one of many in the same situation. And there were other people who were waiting two or three hours to see the doctors because the schedulers were screwing up the schedules. And they they had four rooms available and, and many more doctors than that were having to go in and clean out the rooms each time. It was a disaster. Three times in a row this has happened now uh, since they opened this new facility in Midtown Atlanta, and it's promised to be a great facility to really improve the lives of patients and the the quality of service, and it is a disaster right now uh, and has been three visits in a row. Please, Emory, fix it. Now, I got to tell you about Vision Computer because if you're having problems with your computers, they will fix it. Maybe you need a Vision Computer for fixing this Emory situation. Vision will be your tech support people. They will build you a computer, a laptop or a desktop, and then they will actually be your IT department. So you can call them. If you have a question, how do I do X, Y, or Z? They'll answer your question. Or if you think there's a problem with your computer, they can check it oftentimes remotely. If you don't know how to set up your printer, they can get it set up for you. If you don't know how to set up your email, they can set it up for you. They can do all of these things for you. You don't have to have an in-house IT guy. You have Vision Computers and the secret number they give you to call, and they answer in 15 seconds or less. Give them a call, visioncomputers.com, 
or 404 Compute. If you call them at 404 Compute anywhere in the country, they can help you. 404 Compute, ask about the Eric Erickson special. They can save you even more money, give you more of a discount. 404 Compute, call Vision Computers nationwide. Let them build your laptop or desktop. Let them be your in-house IT solution and your computers, you'll thank Vision for them. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number is 877-973-7425. If you want to be on the program, always happy to have you uh, in the third hour of the show today. Uh, Senator now, I keep wanting to call him governor, uh, Senator Pete Ricketts is going to be with me because the Republicans, uh, interestingly enough, were able to expose the Democrats in the Senate yesterday as, as being all talk. The Republicans tried to get funding for Israel passed, and the Reverend Senator Raphael Warnock objected and objected and objected and objected to funding Israel. It was an interesting uh, exposure there uh, and an unforced error from Chuck Schumer and the Democrats to show that they, they, they really haven't wanted to fund Israel as much as they say they want to fund Israel. And the Republicans were able to expose that much of their rhetoric has been talk. Uh, Democrats, actually, some of them pretty angry with the Senate leader Chuck Schumer and Raphael Warnock for blocking the funding of Israel. Now, we're going to get back to that, but as you know, Xi Jinping is coming to the United States. He's here. He's here. Janet Yellen, I did think it was very funny. It is the most East Coast thing ever. Janet Yellen landed at the airport in San Francisco. She didn't fly private. She flew commercial. She is the Secretary of Treasury. She landed at the San Francisco airport, and where did she go first? Some of you probably know the answer intuitively when I said it's the most East Coast thing ever. Janet Yellen landed in San Francisco, and immediately went to In-N-Out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so In-N-Out is one of those things that uh, we don't have on the East Coast. It is the family-owned uh, hamburger chain. I got to tell you, it's not as good as people in California say it is. It's good for a fast food chain. It's just not, it's no five guys. But you can't get it on the East Coast, and everybody wants it. And so when you go to California, you go to – I can't tell you the number of times I've gone out west when I have to take friends of mine to Las Vegas. So they're like, oh, there's an in and out we got to go to In-N-Out. It's like, we don't really have to. They're like, oh, yes, we do. It's like, oh, we can go to Whataburger. Nope, they want to go to In-N-Out. So that's where she went. Xi Jinping is there. They've, they've cleaned up San Francisco for him. Well, in the meantime, Joe Biden is focused on the most important – issue of our time, according to him. Today, I'm proud to announce that my administration just released the fifth climate assessment in our nation's history. 
It didn't just come from out of thin air. Written over four years, 750 authors and experts, thousands, thousands of American contributors from every single state in the nation, as well as several territories and tribes. It's the most comprehensive assessment on state climate change in the history of America. And it matters. This assessment shows us in clear scientific terms that climate change is impacting all regions, all sectors of the United States, not just some, all. It shows that communities across America are taking more action than ever to reduce climate risk. It warns that more action is still badly needed. We can't be complacent. Let me say that again. We can't be complacent. We have to keep going. Above all, it shows us that climate action offers an opportunity for the nation to come together and do some really big things. You know, I've seen firsthand what the reports make clear, the devastating toll of climate change and its existential threat to all of us and is the ultimate threat to humanity, climate change. Really? I don't know. I, I You know, Jamie Dimon, who's the head of Citigroup, or no, J.P. Morgan Chase, said that uh, for all the people who say climate change is, is the biggest existential threat to humanity, it's actually nuclear war. Nuclear war. Yeah, I, I, I'm with the head of J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh, I, I think that uh, nuclear war is a much more existential threat to humanity than climate change. One more from the president, though. Listen to this one. Last year alone, natural disasters in America caused $178 billion, $178 billion in damages. They hit everyone, no matter where, what their circumstances, but they hit the most vulnerable, the hardest, seniors, people with disabilities, people experiencing homelessness who have nowhere to turn. People experiencing homelessness. People experiencing homelessness. You know, have you noticed how Democrats like to create word salads? You could say homeless. The homeless are hardest hit by climate change. First of all, uh, no, you know who, according to your studies, if you're going to take the studies, Joe, and you're going to say climate change is an existential threat, you know who's hardest hit by climate change? Low-lying islanders. Followed by people who live on the coast. Those are the hardest hit by climate change. But notice how you could say homeless. The homeless are hardest hit. But no, it's people experiencing homelessness. It's the word salad of the Democrats to avoid having to deal with the actual issue. See, if you're someone experiencing homelessness, it presumes it could be temporary. Therefore, the government really doesn't need to acknowledge that it might be government policies that caused it. You're just going to rebound at some point. You're, you're experiencing homelessness. It's, it's something you go through. As opposed to a homeless person, a homeless person is someone who lives on the streets and therefore could be a government issue, except the left can't acknowledge that their policies failed, so they have to change the language to try to soften the blow, not for the homeless person, but for themselves. 
But also, there, this is the thing that, that actually gets me about this more than anything else, is how quickly the language shifts for the left. And they all just embrace it, this group thing, the lemmings off the cliff, that we went from unhoused to people experiencing homelessness. We went from pregnant woman to pregnant people to birthing people to, to, to chest feeding. Chest feeding is a thing that the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, actually talks about. Chest feeding as opposed to breastfeeding. The way the left moves so quickly with Newspeak, and it's notable the media organizations that so quickly move too, Axios, Politico, and the like, they, they expose their leftism by their rush to grab hold of the Newspeak. But let's not get distracted by all of that for, from a larger point here that we're in the middle of a war in the Middle East that could expand, a war in Europe that could expand, a potential war in Asia between China and Taiwan that could expand. And Joe Biden's like, oh, climate change. We all got to come together on climate change. You got John Kerry out there saying, oh, we got to be friends with the Chinese. And you know how we're being friendly with the Chinese? We're making them the dominant party on the planet and us subservient to them, particularly when it comes to batteries and electric vehicles, where China is cornering the market on the rare earth minerals. And this administration seems willing to manage our decline as China rises, as opposed to other candidates who actually want to combat the issue. Ron DeSantis has a piece in the New York Post today as Xi Jinping heads to China or heads to San Francisco, might as well be communist China. President Biden is set to meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping this week, courtesy of Gavin Newsom's red carpet rollout for the communist leader. If his administration's record is any indicator, Biden will focus more on flattering Xi than holding his regime accountable. His cabinet has chased Chinese officials around the globe only to bow, sing their praises, and make concessions when the meetings are finally secured. The president seems content to manage America's decline rather than confront China and win this decisive decade. Time is running out to act and prevent China from overtaking the United States as the world's leading superpower. As president, I will restore American strength on the world stage and focus our attention and resources on deterring Xi's Chinese Communist Party, the greatest economic and security threat facing America today. My goal is straightforward. We win and they lose. It goes on from there. Time is running out, but time is on our side. The Chinese property bond market is worth $175 billion. The Chinese property bond market. For companies invested in real estate in China, they have a bond market worth $175 billion. 125 of the $175 billion in bonds have now defaulted. The Chinese are not doing well economically. It's why Xi Jinping felt the need to come to the United States to cut deals, because the Chinese economy under Xi Jinping has put ideology ahead of policy. Old Chinese premiers put policy ahead of ideology, and the policy shaped the communist ideology, but Xi Jinping, after years of re-education as a child by the Maoists, 
has come out in favor of an, uh, a Stalin-like regime in China where the ideology shapes the policy and communist ideology is bad policy and Xi Jinping is having to realize it. And so he's coming to the United States. We're not going to him. He's coming to us because he needs to do something. The Chinese economy is flailing. The United States has time on our side right now in the next decade and the resources on our side to get the upper hand on this. But too many of the intellectual elite on both sides of the aisle, by the way, it's not just Democrats, Republicans as well. Too many people on both sides of the aisle at the upper echelons of the party, the intellectual elite, the people who go blind in the bathroom reading Tom Friedman, they've decided we're in decline. It is a self-fulfilling prophecy of the American elite of both parties that China is on the rise and we are on the decline. The reality is that China is on the decline. That makes them more dangerous right now because they are declining. They are not rising. Every major economic indicator of China is in decline as Chinese communist ideology rises and the ideology shapes the policy instead of the policy shaping the ideology. It's only going to make it worse. We have the opportunity to have another American century, but the policymakers on the left and the right, the whiners at the State Department who signed the anonymous letters in favor of Hamas, those people are all on the side of China's rise and our decline and have convinced themselves that China is rising and we are declining and they would like to keep it that way, more so not because they're in China's camp, but because they abhor being wrong and they can't admit they've been wrong and therefore they must make the self-fulfilling prophecy of Chinese rise to prove that they were right when actually they're wrong. We've got to shake this up. And Joe Biden is not in a position to be able to do that. But the Democrats, the Democrats don't care. Because, you know, we got to have China be nice to us so that we can fight climate change. I mean, to heck with you people. Climate change is the problem. Sure. Now, Let's go talk to you about Patriot Mobile. They're fighting back against this nonsense in Washington. They're fighting to elevate conservatives around the country. They're fighting for liberty in this country. They're funding the causes you care about as a conservative. And Patriot Mobile, all they got to do is get your business. And if they get your business, they grow their profits. They grow their profits. They grow their giving. You go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric today and sign up. So what is it? Well, it's a cell phone provider. Yes, that's all it is, a cell phone provider. You move your cell phone service from your company to Patriot Mobile by going to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, you grow their profits, and then they fund the causes you care about. In exchange, you get guaranteed great service using the same cell towers you're probably already using. You can even keep your existing cell phone number if you want it, or get a brand new one from them. If you have an unlocked cell phone, you keep your cell phone. You get an eSIM from Patriot Mobile. It works. It's great service. It, it has great coverage around the country. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric, or you can also call them 972-PATRIOT. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. So if you call them, you're calling someone in the country, and if you tell them I sent you, you get free activation with my name, 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. 877-973-7425. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. Uh, You know, the Frost family asked me if I would just remind people um, to be thankful for the season. I don't need to sell the business right now that they're very thankful for all of you. Uh, They've been very blessed and they wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. Uh, If you do have business concerns, though, and need access to capital, reach out to them. FirstLibertyGA.com. Get their contact info. If you're growing your business, they might be able to help you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Uh, I want to go see, can I, yeah, I can squeeze in Tom's phone call here. Tom, I don't want to leave you waiting on the burger wars. Welcome. Well, we've talked about very important things before, Eric, but this may be the most important. Uh, I am a transplant from Los Angeles. I live in Atlanta now. Um, want to make sure that you've gotten that in and out. You've gotten it, uh, double, you got the double, double animal style. Want to make sure you got the lemonade. If you're really hungry, maybe you get a triple. But these are things that are important about, you know, going to In-N-Out. And if you're really going to make the comparison between In-N-Out, it's got to be the Culver's, not the Five Guys. Five Guys is a national chain. Culver's is on the East Coast, and it's incredible. You know, I, I like I actually like uh, In-N-Out more than Culver's. I like Culver's, but I like In-N-Out more than, than Culver's. I will tell you, I ever since I got my gallbladder out, I can't do animal style. <laughs> That'll end badly for everybody around me. But yeah, listen. Uh, now, hang, hang on a second. Hang on. So I, I, I'm getting. I'm also getting incoming fire on on email for sounding dismisses of them. Uh, for the record, in and out, they don't use freezers because they want everything as fresh as possible, and they pay higher wages and they promote from within. You can start at the lowest job and be making one hundred fifty thousand dollars within five to eight years, and they have wireless tablets to to take care of the drive through line. Uh, they're like Chick-fil-A, but for burgers. So there there you go, Tom. I, I hope that does service to you. Now, okay, now i got to ask you, Tom, how'd you make it from Los Angeles yeah. to Atlanta? Got a new job working for iHeartMedia. Oh, nice. Well, I, I'm trying to I, I'm trying to brown nose to those guys to get on some of their stations. So. <laughs> well, I listen to you all the time. You're my favorite. I mean, I've listened to a lot, and and I really appreciate your perspective and what you talk about. Well, enjoy your show a lot. Look, thank you so much. Especially times like this. Well, (laughs) I I appreciate it a ton, and I hope everybody at iHeart hears that, Tom. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much, Um, iHeart. Y'all, really, uh, the the passion for Chick-fil-A in America uh, among people is, is I don't know. Like, I, I'm a Whataburger fan. I, I'll be honest with you. I love Whataburger. Um, the passion of the people who are in and out fans. Uh, I don't know that I know people who are more passionate about it other than the people who are passionate about Chick-fil-A. Um, it kind of actually is remarkable. And don't get me wrong. Uh, the shakes and stuff, the, the, it, it, fantastic. But I, I can't do the animal style. I, I will. I, I, it'll be a bad day for me and everybody around me if I do. It is amazing what getting your gallbladder out does to you. It's probably TMI. All right, when we come back, let's move on to serious stuff beyond the burger wars of America. Let's talk about what Nikki Haley said, because y'all know she's a personal friend.
and I really like her, and it pains me to have to criticize a personal friend on the radio, but she's also a candidate for president, and if we can't lovingly cajole our friends to change their minds, um, we probably can't do much anything. So uh, Nikki Haley, what she said and why she's wrong, and I sure hope she walks it all back, but I don't know how she can. We'll be back in a minute. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.